When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on Good Sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for Good Sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 936, The Secret of Positive Realism and The Secret to Feeling Positive About Life, Three Top Tips by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. Happy 4th of July if you're from the U.S., This is where I read to you just like an audiobook, usually from blogs, but sometimes from books. And today I have two posts for you from Good Life Zen. So now let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. The Secret of Positive Realism by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. Do you dream of a bright future? Here's a mindset that may help you to achieve whatever you desire. Let's first talk about two different mindsets that sometimes collide in our mind, being positive versus being realistic. Being positive and being realistic are two ends of the mindset spectrum. I'm sure you've experienced that when optimists and realists discuss a project, there is often a clash of perspectives. The optimist is a visionary and focuses on the end goal. The realist is skeptical and sometimes downright negative because his or her focus is on the steps along the way, not on the outcome. Which are you, an optimist or a realist? Often we flip-flop from one mode to the other. When we're feeling happy, we tend to think about the future in a positive way. When things go wrong, we tend to forget about positive thinking and focus on the problems of the present moment. It's sometimes difficult to decide which response is optimistic, realistic, or downright negative. For example, is it overly optimistic to think, follow your passion and the money will follow? Some pessimists think that this can only lead to humiliation. Which view is right? Why positive realism enables us to grow. What does positive mean? It means using the power of hope for change. To be realistic means to live in the present moment and not in dreams of the future or in stories of the past. It means facing difficulties without denial, as well as fully enjoying the beauty of each moment. When you join vision and realism, you find the power of positive realism. The power of positive realism. At the center of positive realism is hope. It's one of the most powerful mind states we can access. It's what allow people to heal. And it's at the center of every creative venture. Because without hope, you give up right from the start. And that's the problem with negativity. Negative people are usually non-starters because they can't imagine a positive outcome. Some call the power of hope the law of attraction. John Asaroff says in the book, The Secret, quote, 
Our job as humans is to hold on to the thoughts of what we want, make it absolutely clear in our minds what we want, and from that, we start to invoke one of the greatest laws in the universe, and that's the law of attraction. You become what you think about most, but you also attract what you think about most, unquote. Yes, hope and faith can give us great strength. However, blind faith has its limitations. Because if we just focus on how we want the future to be, we may be blind to opportunities along the way. Hope, combined with realism, is a winner. The attitude of positive realism combines the mind state of the visionary with that of the realist. The key aspect of positive realism is that we dream big and then set realistic goals. Let's get back to our example. The saying, if you do what you love, the money will naturally follow, is a big dream, but this dream may not materialize. Why? A dream needs to be accompanied by realistic goals. Proponents of the law of attraction want to make us believe that whatever we dream of will appear of its own accord without any hard work. Realism tells a different story. Effort is important. In particular, directed effort is crucial. The direction comes from the goals we set. If we dream big and then set realistic goals, there's nothing we can't achieve. The Secret to Feeling Positive About Life, Three Top Tips by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. Do you wanna feel more positive about your life? The key to feeling more positive is gratitude. So often we take the good things in our life for granted until they are taken away. There's some interesting research on how couples feel about their relationship. If people experience as many good moments together as they have bad ones, they think that their relationship is in trouble. In fact, we only experience their relationship as happy if they have five good experiences to every bad encounter. That's interesting, isn't it? It means that bad moments have much more impact on us than good ones, especially if we take them for granted. Let's take some liberty with these findings. It could mean that in order to feel content, we would need to find five things to be grateful for for every one thing we dislike about our life. It's easy to focus on negative aspects, especially when our thoughts are fueled by irritation or resentment. If we keep on thinking the same negative thoughts, we carve a groove into our brain. That negative groove leads to bitterness and unhappiness. Here's how to get out of the negative groove. Number one, exercise your gratitude muscle. At night, just before you go to sleep, go back through the day and make a list in your mind of all the things you can be grateful for. Number two, focus on the one good thing. If you haven't reached sainthood yet, you'll know that we all have moments when we tend to think unkind thoughts about our loved ones. At those times, it's useful to pinpoint one good thing that we can say about that person. Of course, when we're mad at those we love, it can be difficult to find that one good thing. The trick is to then tack this thought onto every negative one, like this. It really bugs me that he or she is so negative thought, but he or she is positive thought. And number three, Use a magic wristband. This sophisticated feel-good tool will cost you about $2.50. The way to use a wristband is to change the wristband to the other arm the moment you notice an unkind or negative thought. When you are angry, it may fly from wrist to wrist, but it will ultimately help you notice and change your negative thoughts. The most important thing is to get into a habit of using skillful thoughts and to learn to let go of unskillful ones. Unskillful thoughts are those that harm yourself or others. These three tips are easy to practice. 
having a cheerful disposition is a skill that we can practice. You just listened to the post titled The Secret of Positive Realism and The Secret to Feeling Positive About Life, Three Top Tips, both by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. And that wristband strategy can work for a lot of things, like for complaining too. Any bad habit where you catch yourself doing something, all you do is move the bracelet, or it can even be a rubber band or whatever, from one wrist to the other. You might wonder how that could possibly do anything, and maybe you need to snap the rubber band to create some pain, but that's not really necessary. Just moving the bracelet or wristband to your other wrist, by doing that, you're simply doing a meditative practice of catching yourself doing a bad habit. And the more you catch yourself doing it, the faster you'll get at noticing it before it even happens so you can nip it in the bud. That's exactly how meditation works too. So try it out, could work for you. But I'll leave it there for today. I hope you're having a great Independence Day for the US folks. And if you're listening in real time, of course, and I'll see you in tomorrow's show with a post from Ramit Sethi, where your optimal life awaits.